Welcome to Belly Up to the Par. It's me, Tim. And Matt. And we're here. Uh, we're back this week for Kingside A. Been kind of a hectic week. Have not been able to get out and disc golf at all until today. And it's Wednesday, so three days, no disc golf. Weird. Been a while since that happened. <laughs> Anyways, start off as usual with our question of the week. This week, I came up with it. Question is, from which band do you own the most albums? And it took me, oh, several hours to come up with the correct way to phrase that question where I didn't feel like it sounded stupid. Until you asked me how to phrase that question, <laughs> yeah. and I said, you put the from first. Yeah, so <laughs> figured that one out. Anyways, you want to start off, Matt? Yeah, I can start. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Tim posed this question to me, what, five days ago? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe more than that. And uh, Maybe less. It took me all of a minute to realize that currently the most albums I own are from Belly. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so you, Because of this podcast. <laughs> so one and a half albums? <laughs> because that's all I've given you? Yeah. No, I, I don't own a lot of albums i i listen to music a lot like but i use streaming things like pandora or yeah I mean, even like youtube on random i mean a lot of people are going that way too mm-hmm. I, I you know i'm more the late adopter and haven't done so don't plan to <laughs> uh, but for myself it turned out it was sonic youth wasn't real sure honestly because i picked up a lot of you two in the last year and a half and i was like you know i may have bought but no i have 14 albums from sonic youth Holy cow. Uh, that counts their studio releases live albums and eps you two end up being like 11 so they were still pretty fucking close both bands i think you know the only reason i own that many is because basic longevity uh with sonic youth the first album i owned from them was dirty and then i started working my way backwards when I after I got that album and then from then on could buy them when they released you know uh sister's probably my favorite I love the way the drum intro of schizophrenia kicks that album off I did kind of lose interest around washing machine which I got to see them during that tour it was the first time they had played ever played Louisville in their long career and I think it was 94 95 somewhere in there in that early to mid 90 range I actually left early because I just was not into that album, and they had kind of played the earlier stuff earlier in the day. So I was like, yeah, I can leave. I don't really love this. Picked up A Thousand Leaves the day it, re- it released, and not happy with that one. Still went back. Bought New York City Ghost and Flowers. <laughs> Did not like that one, and that was when I said, okay, that's enough. Uh, I'm obviously not a Sonic Youth fan anymore. But I did end up picking up their last album a few years ago just because I saw it for pretty cheap randomly. And it was actually pretty good. I did enjoy that one. So I think maybe they turned around at some point, but I'm only missing two of their albums. So I probably should just go ahead and buy them and call Knuckle it a day. Go down and buy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that way you like, own the whole Now I have them all. Yeah, exactly. It's dumb not to. All right, so like I said earlier, we're going to be doing King Side A today. Uh, Belly began recording King in the summer of 94. It was released on February 13th of 1995. Uh, it was produced by Glenn Johns, who has produced albums from Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, The Who, Bob Dylan, The Clash, and that list just goes on and on and on. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, you pretty much have to look it up. I'm not going to let like list every single one of them. Also, he shares a birthday with me. So that's pretty great. According to the band's website, the album is more rock-oriented, stripped down, and direct. This album also has the recording debut of bassist Gail Greenwood. Uh, she had replaced Fred Abong shortly after the release of Star and had toured in support of that album. Don't forget, you can listen to all of these albums, or, or all three of them, I believe, on bellyofficial.com. Help the band out, like we've discussed previously. Pretty sure listening to it on their website is going to help them somehow. 
bottom chair. Alright, so ready to go through the, the track by track? I think so. Alright, start off. Puberty. Puberty starts nicely. Yeah. Kind of a weird electric slide scratch something at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. There is a little more heft to this album. Yeah. From the get-go, from the very start of it. Uh, I thought this song itself had a bit of an R.E.M. vibe. Uh, I see it. Yeah, and they do a lot of different things with vocals, like the harmonies on this. Mm-hmm. There are several different vocal parts. That's It does set it out. It's a great first song. Good one to start an album with, yeah. without no. a doubt. Any other thoughts on Puberty? No, I just, I mean, it's a solid start to their album. I mean, they had a solid start to Star. They got a solid start to King. Yeah, and it tends to be the easiest point in a person's life, Puberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that not, it's, wasn't hard for me at yeah, all. No, by by far the right best through. time. <laughs> uh, up next was Seal My Fate Stripped down at the beginning It was just like guitar, vocals, some drums in the background It reminded me of a Beat Happening song uh, And then they crank it up Yeah <laughs> no, I, I had put like an almost like soothing instrumental in the beginning Yeah, like, very just, simple Just It was there Yep And then it was gone Was it like verse two? <laughs> no, they do bring it back it's Somewhere we, throughout the song they do bring that beginning yeah. part back But yeah, it goes up quite a notch so far with both these tracks again maybe you know with that saying it has more heft there's it seems like the drum and bass you hear it a little bit more both of them on this song so yep. far compared to what you heard on star at least yeah there's a lot more like i wouldn't say drum usage but definitely more like well we talked about that last album there was one song that it did bother me i didn't think the drums were heavier enough or yep. present enough in that song and they they picked it I up i think they rectified that situation so yep. far red red is very bluesy it is. Until <laughs> it kind of transitions into a very upbeat, poppy rock song about halfway through. And that second part of the song reminded me, near the end, it was like, oh, this kind of does remind me of a Pixie song. I bet if I re-listen to the whole thing, I'll be like, oh yeah, the whole thing kind of reminds me uh-huh. of a Pixie song, structure-wise. But it wasn't until the end that I kind of recognized that. What were your thoughts on Red? Uh, my, my biggest one was I'm still not sure where the title came from. Oh, right. I, I'm not one that listens to lyrics. Oh, I see, I, to, I'm the opposite. I, I, I focus on lyrics more than... I listen to the sound of the lyric, and that's about it. Yeah. Next up, Silverfish. Slowing it down a little bit. I still think it had a really good beat, though. Just... Yeah, no, it was just a slower song. Mm-hmm. But again, lots of layers to the vocals. Yeah, no, it, lots of different vocal parts. It, it to me, it felt really reminiscent of uh, Star Side A. Yeah, I can but, see that. Yeah, but in lot a, like, slower ones there. Yeah, and then they did a bunch of, you know, the cross work on the vocals. No, I, I did. I had written down that it seems to me in general, while it's heavier, it has some of that experimental flair of Star Side A yep. that I really like. So. Because that's preview. I'm going to think of the first side, maybe. Maybe. And let's see. Super connected. It starts out really low, 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 and then just like a, it, hammers it in. Was it a vocal solo at the I, very I beginning? Because I didn't hear a lot of instrumental there, but then it just yeah. Because Matt was like, boom. He turned it up a little bit, even though it'd been the same volume pretty much the whole time. And then it just boom, hammered in. It was on. And then I had to turn it down a little bit. Yeah. And this one, another. It's a little heavier. This yep. song. It's not too bad. Uh, I mean, really, at this point, bees could be terrible. I'd still probably recommend this side A. Yeah. I would tell people to listen to it, because I think it does enough on here. And then that brings us to the last song, The Bees. Ending out with a slower one, which is what they did on Star Side A. And again, another one that I got a bit of an R.E.M. vibe from. Yeah, like an almost acoustic vocal intro, but with a... Different sounds and noises. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it was. Yeah. So, yeah, no, man, I... I really like this one. Mm-hmm. 
I'm all in on Belly again after side B from Star. I wasn't a huge fan of. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't my thing. But hey, side A. I mean, if you can do two decent side A's on two albums, that's pretty good. Better than I can do. (laughs) So we're halfway through the podcast, Matt. Yeah. (laughs) I I was like, based on. Yeah, no, we have one and a half albums left. There's three albums total. This is one and a half we've completed. We're halfway there. Can't wait. So, I'm curious to see the song list because th- they do have, technically have the, the the greatest hits album. Right. I'm curious to see what's on there, but not to the point that I want to like listen to it as a separate album. I mean, we we had talked about a little bit. We might possibly at least the B sides that are on there because there's apparently a lot of those. Next week for side B of King, <laughs> first track King. Yeah. Next up, now they'll sleep. After that, untitled and unsung. Also, don't forget Lil Enio. Really? And lastly, Judas, my heart. Anything else you got for today, Matt? I don't even know what to think of those <laughs> names. I'm just... I think it was more in the delivery than the actual song titles. Yeah. <laughs> Tim did have a little bit of a... Eh, just reading them off is kind of boring. Yeah, no, I get it. Let's go disc. Yeah! <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Frisky Discs. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts.